Welcome to the podcast. We do recover with Jared Miller, your host. And I'm Dr. Terry Sellers, your co-host. This is a podcast about recovery from addiction. We want to talk about what successful recovery can look like. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. Welcome, everybody. Episode 117 of We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode, I think. We have a special guest in studio, Noella Sudbury. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Glad Welcome. you're here. This will be fun. Uh, for those of you that don't know Noella, she is the CEO and founder at Raza Public Benefit Corporation and Clean Slate Utah. And we're going to talk about all that. That's a lot of stuff. Love it. She's got way cooler credentials than I do. <laughs> That's a lot of cool stuff. Well, before we get into it, let's do a couple of quick things. First, let's talk about uh, our sponsors for just a second. High Desert Counseling. High Desert Counseling is a progressive substance abuse treatment facility with a practical approach. They offer day treatment, morning and evening IOP, continuation of care, Prime for Life programs. Check out their website at highdesert.help or call them at 435-673-2899. They have facilities located in St. George and Cedar City, Utah. I want to say this about High Desert. One of the things I know about High Desert is uh, they really try to tailor it to to the respective client. They're not a sort of one-size-fits-all kind of place. They really make it about about the patient. So... We, yeah. love, we love them. Thanks for sponsoring us. Yeah, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Episode 117, part one, is also brought to us by Rise Up Supplements. Rise Up Supplements is a nootropic supplement line aimed at optimizing brain function and supporting mental health. They have two powerful blends. Mindful Mood helps decrease anxiety and enhance mood, while Mind Shift helps increase focus and optimize brain function. Place your order at riseupsups.com. That's R-I-S-E-U-P-S-U-P-S dot C-O-M. And I just want to say something real quick about, I oftentimes get people that reach out and they say, hey man, I love what you're doing. I love the direction you're going. You know, how do, how do I support? How do I help? The honest answer to that is we always love referrals. If somebody's willing to come on and share their story of recovery, that's fantastic. Yep. The other way is support our sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't have a loved one that needs treatment, that's okay. Go to their page, follow them, like their stuff, you know, help spread the word. It, you know, if you've ever considered a nootropic, you know, these are supplements for the brain. That's what nootropic means. Check out Rise Up Subs. Let me uh, support us through supporting our sponsors. Let me mention this too. I got a little bit of a uh, mind shift going right now. Yeah. yeah you're I, took my, I took my mind shift this morning. I'm feeling pretty good. So <laughs> that's great. So give it a shot. Should we have Noella kick us off with some uh, new and goods? Yeah. So one of the so the first uh, thing we do here is new and goods. Is there anything? And I don't know that. Do we need to make her go first? Because that seems unfair. Yeah. I want to get her. I want to get okay. her involved. Let's get her in the All mix. Right. What's Let's What's new and good in your life this week? This week, Anything wow! Fun? Well, well, the whole Rasa team is down here in St. George for a retreat this week, so pretty excited to be out of the snow yeah. and into the sunshine. So that is great. Noel is from Salt Lake. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they've been pounded all year. This has been a really wet year for sure. Very. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good you're down here, and you picked a nice weekend. The weather is absolutely perfect. It's right gorgeous. Now. I'm yeah. jealous. When do we, when do I get to go on a retreat? You live. That in, sounds awesome. You live in a retreat. This is <laughs> that's right. This is where you live. You have to come up to, to the snow to retreat. Uh, for us. You could ski. Uh, come up and ski into Gwyneth Paltrow if you wanted to. Yeah, I <laughs> actually <laughs> love skiing. Yeah. Apparently, somebody did that a long time ago, and he just lost the lawsuit. Ooh. He owes her a dollar. Ooh. And legal fees. And legal fees. I was so, going to leave the legal fees out, but whatever. I thought the dollar was which cute. Which is going to be around, uh, I think, about 300000 Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I was watching that case too Well, much, she probably, too yeah, she probably did not hire a cheap lawyer. Nope. So, yeah, that guy's going to be in, uh, <laughs> he's going to have to pay some fees, although he's pretty wealthy. Noella. Did I get That's off exciting track? for you and your team. Did yeah. I get off track? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. Shout out to the whole Raza I team. Have, Thank I might, you. I might have gotten off track. <laughs> we may have squirreled for a minute. That's okay. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. Well, welcome to St. George. It's sunny and lovely. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. Well, shall we get into some content? What or about sh- you and Sean? Oh, yeah. There's other people here. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. It's new and good in the world of Sean Denovan. Um, you guys are the second to last podcast before I blow this room up. Yes. Yeah. We can see. We can see from right outside this room there is about... 
9,000 pieces of yeah. equipment In out fact, there. In fact, Amazon just showed up and dropped. I think they dropped off another seven or eight boxes. So I'm uh, replacing the cameras Sheesh. with 4K cameras. I'm getting oh, rid of some sweet. stuff. Uh, hey, Sean, can you talk into the microphone? Yeah, I am. Oh, <laughs> no, you were looking. You were looking at the Amazon guy. Yeah, though, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Will the checkerboard that's, stay? That's fun. The yeah. checkerboard, yeah. Uh, yeah, the checkerboards will stay. I like but right. I got some cool LED lights that are going to sit behind the chair. So I'm going to pull the chairs out so they'll be like this rising glow from behind wow. your head. So. <laughs> we'll look like little uh, angels. Uh, yeah, like saints in Catholic paintings. Yeah, so not a whole lot visually for most people, a whole lot of back end stuff, though. So I'm kind of excited. Fun stuff. Because it's nice spending other people's money. Yeah, this is your, <laughs> this is your gig, though, right? You love tinkering. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I love apart. it. I love it. It's my call in life. Yeah. Jared Miller, what's new and good in your world today? New and good in my world. Um, so next weekend, I will be up in the up in your your neck of the woods, Utah what? County. Yeah, Utah County, Salt Lake area. Where are you uh, staying? I don't I don't know yet. I gotta stay at my out. house. My my nephew. Yeah, I, I probably could. <laughs> Please do. We'll talk about if it you, if you want to. My nephew's getting married on Saturday. Todd Sylvester um, invited me on his podcast Friday, so oh, we're sweet. gonna two birds one stone. I'm super excited for my nephew. He's getting married. Young, sharp, smart kid. I'm excited for him. Seems like he's got a real cute fiance. Where's he getting married? Did I say that? Did that sound that, was, that sounded fancy. That sounded didn't it? so fancy. <laughs> fiance. That sounded French. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, I think the Salt. Where's Lake, he getting married? Salt Lake City. Okay. Yeah. Temple. Sweet. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing you're not going. Don't quote me on that. To the marriage. Mm. To the wedding. No, I'll be there for the party afterwards, yeah, baby. Exactly. Party's yes. the best part. Green Jello. And uh, nice. carrots with carrots threaded into it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's how you can we make down a dish together. You can yeah. do some jello Let's making. Go. Funeral Let's potatoes. Go. <laughs> All right. Release Society potatoes. What are those called? Uh, yeah, funeral yeah, potatoes. Funeral yeah. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to get my dance on. I'm going to get my food on. You're going to get all Mormon on us. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> scared for you there. Uh, all right. Shall we? What about you? Oh, I don't have any. You don't have any seller silly oh, seconds? Oh, shoot. I forgot to do seller That's silly okay. seconds. I forgot. Let's. That's terrible. All right. We're going to dive into this. We're going to pass. We're going to pass on seller silly seconds. New and good is I can do a new and good though. Probably. Um, I started a, I started working at a ketamine clinic. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Did I just call somebody or did they call me? I think you did. did. Just making some phone calls. Take away your toys. (laughs) All right. Noella. Hello. Hello. Hello? Let's kick this thing off. All right. Let's go. Wait, I had more. Oh, I did not. Let's go. Noella, Rasa. Yes. Tell me what Rasa does. Rasa is a public benefit corporation on a mission to make the process of clearing a criminal record simple and affordable for everyone. Boom. It's like she what, read that. What just happened? <laughs> it's, uh, I, we were talking a little bit before because he likes to plan a bunch and I don't plan at all. But we said one of the things I want to do is ask you what Rasa does. And then I want to get sort of a mission statement. And guess what? There you it just, is. You just hit us with the mission statement right but up front. Let's break that down. Yes. Let's dumb it down. I'm okay. excited about this podcast, episode 117, because there's going to be a lot of information, education for our listeners. How this ties into a podcast about recovery is not too long ago, possessions were felonies. Like all of my possession charges stemming from, I don't know, 2011 to 2014 were all felony. 2019, be real. No, it was like 2001, 2014. (laughs) They were all felonies, right? Yep. And nowadays they're misdemeanors. And so I think there's a lot of... Um, listeners that have probably a prior criminal history that's substance abuse related and they don't want it on there anymore because frankly it holds you back. Absolutely. Trying to get my license through Doppel was like whew, trying to th- thread a, a garden hose through the needle of a you know, sewing needle Whoa, through man. the eye of a What's sewing needle. That? I don't know. I, anyways, <laughs> it was rough. We know what words. you mean. Thank you. <laughs> it was difficult. So break that down a little bit for us. Wait, before you break that down, I have a question. Can I interject here? What's the difference between Rasa and Clean Slate Utah? What, oh, great tell me, what a great question. Tell me what's going on with that. I don't totally understand the. So um, I founded both organizations. Okay. 
But Clean Slate Utah is a nonprofit that is currently being led by an amazing executive director, Destiny Garcia. Okay. Clean Slate's purpose is to raise awareness of Utah's new-ish uh, automatic clearance law, which provides automatic expungement for certain qualifying misdemeanor criminal records. Mm. So that answered one of my questions right there. Yeah. I... Uh... Uh, but but she said misdemeanors. Right, that's what I mean. So, like right, there's an issue. What if minor felonies? I can't use Clean Slate Utah, right? Well, that's where Rasa comes in. Okay. So Rasa Boom. was really created for two reasons, um, and it really was born out of our work at Clean Slate. So okay. Clean Slate. So passed. Clean Slate came first. Clean Slate came first. Okay. Yes. So Utah's Clean Slate law passed in 2019. Uh, it applies to over a half a million records. So even though it's just misdemeanors, it's still a huge impact. Sure. Um, and the idea of Clean Slate is that the government actually has all of the information that it needs to know who's eligible to clear their criminal records, right? Okay. They have all of the records, and we have a law saying who can expunge the record. Right. And so the only question for lawmakers under Utah's Clean Slate law was, might there be a list of offenses where um, if individuals have remained crime-free for a set period of time, done everything the court has asked them to do, then maybe there shouldn't be a long, costly, complicated process for people to clear their criminal records. Maybe certain records should just drop off automatically. And so, um, lucky for the people of Utah, lawmakers said yes. Uh, and in 2019, Utah was only the second state in the whole nation to pass a clean slate law. So if an individual is eligible for automatic clearance, what that means is they don't have to do anything. The government is just going to identify their records as eligible for expungement and clear them automatically. They don't need to get on a list, get a lawyer, or go through any process. It's just going to happen. Automatically. Automatically. Gone. So what's the criteria but for that? So for clean slate, um, it doesn't apply to everything that can be expunged under Utah law, but it does apply to misdemeanor A-level drug possession offenses and almost all misdemeanor B and C level offenses. There are a couple of big exceptions to that. DUIs, um, I say that because that's a super common offense um, and is typically charged as a misdemeanor um, and simple assault. But for most other crimes, um, even if you have both a misdemeanor and a felony record, your misdemeanors might drop off, which is great for you. You have a shorter record. Sure. Or if you just have a misdemeanor record, and hopefully that's more true going into the future as we've seen this decriminalization mm -hmm. um, of drug-related offenses, uh, hopefully once uh, you're able to get out of the justice system, your record will go away. So where Rasa comes in, then... After how many years, though, oh, do they automatically yeah. drop that off? So um, there's waiting periods. So um, You're getting way ahead of yourself. <laughs> we're really getting into the weeds right away. I love okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of a deets guy. Yeah, but I want to go back okay. some, okay, but I'm that's sorry. all right. Yeah, no, no that's okay. We can go all over. Yeah, so, let's just bounce around. It's better uh, for me. Misdemeanor A uh, level, and the only misdemeanor A that qualifies for automatic clearance is drug possession. That's after seven years. Okay. Um, misdemeanor B's are six years, misdemeanor C's are five years. So under the court-based process... Okay, one more time, just yes. because maybe somebody listening kind of heard it but didn't get enough time. So misdemeanor A's... Misdemeanor A, seven years. Seven years. Of a Those substance. are possessions, right? Correct. Okay. Most uh, misdemeanor B's, six years. Six years. Most misdemeanor C's, five years. Right. Okay, thanks. Nice. I just like I just like clarity for people that it's, are listening it's if they're good. not writing fast enough. Yes, one of the major goals of Clean Slate is to raise awareness of this law, and people need to know what it is to. So understand. let me let me ask you this about Clean Slate, mm -hmm. and we'll 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 be all over the map because that's I thrive on that stuff anyway. <laughs> but um, that's why this podcast is awesome. Before there was a thing called Clean Slate Utah. Mm -hmm. There was a law passed, which is the Clean Slate Law. Is my am I correct in the order? Correct. The law was passed, and then Clean Slate Utah came into existence after that. Yes. What was the inspiration? Like, how did, um, do you have any idea how the law was pushed and passed? Like, who was behind that? 
I do. I bet um, you do. <laughs> I can tell that you know a lot about this, so I figured you'd know the answer to that. I'm pretty involved in this stuff for a lot of years. Sure. So um, Utah's Clean Slate Law kind of came to be when I was working for Salt Lake County. Um, I was a policy advisor to then Salt Lake County Mayor Ben McAdams. Um, and we got approached on criminal justice reform. So I'm a public defender by training, have done a lot of uh, legal work over the years, but um, also a lot of policy work. So working for the mayor, got a call from the Department of Workforce Services saying, um, Noella, we have, we have something that we'd like to work on with you. We have all of these metro centers all across Utah where the state of Utah is trying to get people into jobs. Um, and the problem is that employers are saying they need, like, there's the labor market is so tight that they're looking for living, breathing human beings. Mm -hmm. And every day we see hundreds of living, breathing human beings coming into our center. The problem is that many of them have criminal records. Now, what year was this? I apologize. This was back in 2017. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's been a while. I can't believe yeah. how quickly the time's gone. Six years ago. Yeah. Um, so they said, you know, we know you're a lawyer. Why don't you just come down and just tell people how to get their criminal records cleared? And I said, you know, I've done a few of these as a public defender. Um, the system that we have is really costly, really complicated. I think that's going to be more frustrating than helpful, but I'm super excited you guys <laughs> want to do something. Um, and I'm sort of a systems thinker, which means you got to get like everybody who touches a system into a room um, and together kind of talk about what's going well, what the problems are, and brainstorm a solution because that's how we create buy-in. So I said, if you'll come to a meeting, I want to bring people with records to share their perspective. I want to bring police officers. I want to bring courts, prosecutors, public defenders, community partners all together and have a conversation about how we might be able to tackle this problem and get people into jobs. Um, so they agreed to do that. And um, I think the thing that led to the law was an event called Expungement Day, which was on April 5th, 2018, since we're talking about dates. Um, and the idea we came up with all together was, uh, could we, um, so typically to expunge a record, you can get misdemeanors and felonies off, but costly, complicated, lots of steps, lots of time, typically takes a year. Could we, for one day only, um, do it in one day and make it free. And if we were to try that, what might we learn about our system that could lead to longer term change? And so it was way more ambitious than we thought it was going to be. I was going to say, man, you set that bar pretty high <laughs> one day. So essentially, though, one you're day. asking a whole bunch of people to come together and donate their time. Donate their time. For one day. For one day. 50 volunteer attorneys, raise a bunch of money to cover all the government fees, like have the courts bring their clerks and their setup into a warehouse and, wow. you know, draw lines, draw a map on the floor, wow. so invite real, a bunch of people with records. Real and, quick, listeners, yeah. Noelle is going to show up in her superwoman suit yeah. in uh, part two of this <laughs> no, because man. that's next to a freaking miracle. Right. That getting all those people that's together, kind of raising the money. Mind blown. Well, that's a big deal right there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm that just is cool. Amazed that people agreed to let me do it and so grateful for the mayor for letting me just kind of run with it. That's so cool. Um, it was really, really cool. And it was so cool to see the community come together because one of the problems about the criminal justice system, in my view, is that we're so siloed. Um, and it was so amazing to me that we brought into one room all of these different systems and they had like never met each other. Like right. the people who were clearing the records at the core had never met the people at the department of public safety. Yeah. And yet they're still, they're, they're, they're touching the same record. Right? right. And neither of them have met the person with the record. And so to really bring it into one place just created so much understanding of why our system is so broken to begin with. Okay. I got a quick question though. That's way, way out there off base. 
You ever seen any of those uh, like government or police sting operations where they invite people to come and then there's uh, it's a sting and they wind up arresting them? Did you have anybody think it was that? We had a lot of people afraid of that yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, That's what's going through my mind is yeah. I, man, I might be afraid to show up to something like yeah. that if I had a long record. No, we had to do like a lot of kind of public education because um, we did have police there. Um, huge crowd of people wanted people to feel safe and people are like, well. Am I going to be arrested? Like, is this a trick? Is my probation officer going to catch me? And we had to say, like, no, this is to make people safe. Um, And even if you're currently involved in the criminal justice system and not eligible and you just want to come learn, come. If you have a warrant, we'll help you clear it. Like, the goal of this event is to be helpful. Right. Um, across our whole system. And then there, it sounds like there was a lot of people that showed up. Yeah. Oh my. Yes. Do you have any idea insane. how many? Do you have any idea how many records you? Oh, that day. That day. Um, we ended up serving about two hundred people that day, okay. uh, but we had hundreds and hundreds of people come. Um, and for me, this day I think was what led to Clean Slate, what led to Rasa, because. You know, I'm the person organizing the event. I show up six o'clock with like, it's dark. I've got my boxes and there's like already like a line of people. Oh, geez. That was the door. That's a really cool origin story, though. Like how this whole thing came about. That's a great story. You know, I think just getting all those people together in that same room. The tough thing I would agree, Noella, is the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing a lot of times in those scenarios. And and I'm sure that they get frustrated within their different departments too, right? Sure, absolutely. I've been downtown homeless and literally seen cops be like, what's the point of arresting this person? They're just going to get you know, kicked out or thrown out because there's not enough room in the jail and yada, yada. And we won't get into all the politics behind that, but, but it is, right? There's like some chaos within their own system. The left hand absolutely. doesn't know right, what the right hand's doing. <laughs> absolutely. So Throughout the whole system. That's impressive. So yeah, it was at St. Vinny's. So if you're familiar with downtown, oh, yeah. it was right across the street from the road home. That's where we held yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it was really amazing. And not just for me, but I think for everybody there to see the diversity of the need, the scale of the need. To hear some of the stories, I started asking people in line, you know, where are you from? And people had driven from the top of the state, from the bottom of the state, all night long for the chance to maybe meet with a lawyer who might be able to help them move forward with their life. And for free. This is crazy. And for free. This is crazy. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So to to answer Terry's question, was that 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 when the law was passed? So no, that was this event and the event, there was so much momentum because um, one of the things that I love to do most is bring people without power into the same room of people with power. Mm. And so we've got the mayors there. We've got members of the state legislature. We have um, the, the governor's people from the Department of Public Safety all in this room. And I think for them, it was just so impactful to just see this line of human beings, uh, super long. And what do these people want? They want a place to live. They want a better job. They want a different life for their kids. And those are things that we really all share. Right. And I think for them to see that, yeah, Yeah. um, just people wanting something better, wanting a better future. And there was so much energy and desire to do more after that event. Um, that I went back to my office and I felt great about clearing like 200 records. And I'm like, that's amazing. And then I learned there's, well, there's over thousands and thousands more. thousand in Utah right. criminal yeah, records people. Right. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like this event was amazing, but resource intensive. And there's no way that we can just make the system work this way every day. And so is there a way that we can change the law? some way to make it easier and is there somebody in the universe who's thought of this and so i started like googling innovative expungement solutions and that's how i learned about the concept of automatic clearance i wish i had come up with it but a woman named sharon dietrich in the state of pennsylvania actually came up with the concept and their law was working its way through the Pennsylvania state legislature and I cold called her and I'm like, this is amazing. I want to do this in Utah. I don't know how, like done some policy work, but 
tell me about it. I want to meet the sponsor. And she was so kind to me. She spent so much time just setting me talking points, the drafts, connecting me with the sponsor. They had run the bill the year before. It had failed. And so I said, like, what went wrong? How can I avoid this? And, um, yeah, they were largely responsible for our success, I feel like, in Utah. So, so she gave you the blueprint and you just duplicated yeah, it. I did. Copied it. You said that, <laughs> you said that Utah was the second state. Uh-huh. Is, was Pennsylvania the first? Pennsylvania then? was the first. Wow. Okay. We're yeah. about out of time in this segment. We've got about 30 seconds left, but... Um, that was the fastest first segment ever, by the way. <laughs> I think gold flew though. by. This yeah, is great stuff. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, in the second segment, we'll come back to this and then kind of move forward into the present day. But um, And we are fully expecting for you to put on the Superwoman suit. Yeah, we, Just so you know, we, know. we're going to need a cape. i got suit on. They, okay, that's right? close enough, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll let that fly. All right, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This is We Do Recover with Jared Miller. You are listening to We Do Recover with Jared Miller and co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. We'll be right back after this short break with more of We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rice of Supplements, and the Hilton Garden Inn. High Desert Counseling is an adult outpatient substance abuse treatment facility. We offer multiple services including day treatment, morning and evening intensive outpatient services, continuing care, and Prime for Life. What makes us different is our emphasis on gathering all of the information before enrollment. We do this by offering a thorough evaluation by a credentialed professional. Once we have committed to you and you have committed to us, don't worry, insurance will not dictate your treatment. Lastly, the pretzel effect. We are a brief intervention where we connect our clients to community, mental health, and medical professionals to help maintain recovery for life after treatment. At High Desert Counseling, we strive to be the bridge from active addiction to recovery, community, and connection. We welcome you back to We Do Recover with Jared Miller, co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. And now with part two of our podcast, Jared Miller and Dr. Terry Sellers. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. We have Noella Sudbury here. Uh, Killing us. She's killing us with information. It's awesome. Yes, I love it. She's giving us the origin story about how... Yeah, basically, she's the founder and CEO at uh, Raza Public Health Benefit Corporation. She started the Clean Slate Utah, which is a nonprofit. In the first part, you know, we've dived into to all the stuff, right? The origin story and, and how Clean Slate Utah that came before Raza came about. Um, episode 117, part two, is brought to us by our amazing sponsors, the Hilton Garden Inn. It is always sunny and bright at the Hilton Garden Inn. If you or a loved one want to take a trip to beautiful southern Utah, go on to Google punch in Hilton Garden Inn in St. George, Utah, and give them a shot at your business. Yep. They always are super clean, have yep. great amenities, great, great staff. So we appreciate them sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, good job. For, they do a good job for us. We love them. All right. Well, okay, so let's get let's get right back into it because we got tons of information, and we've already gotten a ton of information. So, all right, here's where we were last segment when we, dro- when we dropped off. Okay, so you had the April 5th of 2018. Mm-hmm. You had this expungement day, helped several hundred people. The law at that point had not been passed yet. The Clean Correct. Slate Utah law had not been passed. So take us from that day to how what, what happened to get the Clean Slate Utah law passed. Sure. Um, so like I said, heard about the law from Pennsylvania, got our campaign going in Utah, similar to our planning for that event we talked about. We built a broad coalition of public safety. We got the chamber involved, lots of people with records um, together to tell their stories and put a draft together. And um, in March of 2019, the law passed in the Utah State Legislature, and it passed unanimously. And I've never, before then or since then, worked on anything um, that was unanimous. So we were pretty excited about that. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. 
right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting Democrats and Republicans to vote on the same thing. Like, that's pretty rare these days. It's incredible. Yeah, cool. Okay, so we got a law passed. Um, who's Who was... Uh, so coalition was... Oh, recovery groups all across who, who the Who was state. the recovery groups? Um, Usara? Usara was mm-hmm. super involved. Yeah, Mary Jo great. was a champion from the yeah. beginning. Odyssey House, First Step House, House of Hope. Um, so many. I, I feel like I'm going to forget everybody. That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. We just put you on the you spot. Know what, though, I think it's important to point out, though, a lot of those places, like I deal with this every day. And I'm sure you do too, Doc, right? Like we bring in a client, we're trying to increase their quality of life. We're taking the substance away from them. We're teaching them coping skills. One of the toughest things in an outpatient setting that you run into every single day from case management to counselor is finding them places to live. Yeah. Because if they have really rough records, a lot of places won't rent to them. Totally. Finding them jobs where employers don't have to take out a special insurance policy because they're a high risk employee. Right. Like all this stuff that people don't think about or don't really, you know, unless unless, you know, you don't know. And so I think that this is really cool. And I can see why everybody would come out of the woodwork in the recovery community, because we deal with this on an everyday basis. Totally. Well, and I'll give you why I'll give you why clients are are, are feeling that way is I, I deal with a ton of hopeless clients. Right. They have no hope that they're going to be able to rent a place. They're going to be able to get a job. They're going to. And. A ton of that has to do with they have this criminal record and they don't see any way it's ever going to go away. So they're always going to be like this. They're hopeless to better their future because they've got some things they did in the past that they can't ever get rid of. And there's something to be said about but purpose. But then here, here comes Superwoman to try to help yeah. them get rid of them. Absolutely. Right? No other. Lots of people, not just me. Well, I here, get it. but There's a certain individual, and of course, you know, HIPAA, I'm not going to break HIPAA, but there was an individual who... Recently, within the last two weeks, I was working with one of my clients. This individual got a job that they felt very fulfilled at, that they were in love with. And you saw a complete 360, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just, compl- the lights came on. They had hope. They were excited for life. They enjoyed what they did. And then the background check came back. And for this individual, given his or her charges weren't long enough. Wait a sec. What? You can't break HIPAA if that's about you. No, I, I'm saying that this, it wasn't about me. Sure it's not yeah, it's not about me. <laughs> right. This individual, right? It sounds like their you. charges weren't long enough old to the point where, but anyways, so that, yeah, it's heartbreaking, right? Because yeah, I felt like I was in a zone there, doc. I flustered but, you. I flustered <laughs> you. Sorry. But, but for those individuals, like that purpose, like giving them some kind of purpose and letting them feel like there is hope is a huge deal. Oh, totally. And that's why we are both stoked to have you on here and to spread this information about how to get it started. Everybody needs a little hope, for sure. Yeah, and I just continue to be just shocked and how quickly expunging someone's criminal record can make a difference in the things that you're talking about. I mean, the story you've described, right? It could be you. It could be anyone. I mean, we've talked to hundreds of people in this exact situation um, every day. Right. Um, But you clear someone's criminal record and within weeks um, they've got a better job. Mm. They've got health insurance. They've got 401k. They, um, you know, maybe have hit a ceiling in their current job and they picked up a criminal record and they're afraid to apply for that promotion. Yeah. Um, And it just lifts um, so many barriers so quickly. Uh, People without records are 63 percent more likely to get a job interview. Just one year after clearing your record, your wages go up by over 20%. Oh, geez. That's huge. So it's just, and this, these are huge studies of people with records. So the impact is huge, um, not just practically, but I think the emotional, mental um, impact of clearing a record uh, to me is one of the coolest things to watch someone change the way that they view themselves Yeah, sure. to have confidence, to feel like they belong, to feel like other people um, are finally able to see this person inside of them is just a really amazing thing to be able to witness. Sure. Okay. Let's get into some nuts and bolts. If I am a person that has a number of misdemeanors on my record, I don't, it sounds like I almost don't have to do much. They it depends will, what they are. Okay, sure. <laughs> yes, but hopefully not. But um, let's say I have two possession charges. 
those are going to go away someday. Yep, after a waiting doing period. anything. Mm -hmm. Correct. So yep. seven years from now, those will be gone. Yep. I did not commit a misdemeanor this year, so I think I'm good. <laughs> but um, those go away. So I don't really need to do anything. All you need to do is know, right? Right. Um, and that's one of the problems with the clean slate law. And one of the reasons we formed RASA is because this law has high impact, right? Um, half a million people might be impacted by it. Um, but if you don't know your record's been cleared, then it hasn't impacted you at all. Right, sure. And so we needed a way for people to easily be aware. Okay. So Sean's got the RASA website pulled up right now for the people that are viewing this either on YouTube or on our Facebook. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, please go to either our Facebook page or find us on YouTube. Um, can can you get us the just riddle off the website? Off yep, the it's rasa-legal.com. Rasa-legal.com. Rasa's R-A-S-A. Yep. What is that? does that stand for something? It comes from tabula rasa. So okay. It's Latin. Sure. So clean slate. Clean slate. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Makes sense. All right. So let's say I don't have just misdemeanors. I got a couple of felonies. I have six felony counts of uttering a false prescription, for example. <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. That is about that you. Is yeah. Me. Also yeah. a super common charge. You're not alone. That's the first thing that I would say to you. Yeah. What can we do about that? Yeah, is there anything so, that can be done? Yeah. So this is kind of where Rasa comes in, right? Um, so if you go to Rasa's website or through Clean Slate, you can actually access the tool for free. Okay. Type in your name, date of birth. Um, a lot of people don't remember what's on their record or don't remember the severity. Don't worry about it. We will tell you okay. uh, what is on your record and whether it's eligible for expungement automatically. Um, under the court-based process, which is where the felonies are going to come in. Maybe in the future, because you're in a waiting period, like you are, you have the type of record that's eligible, but not now or not eligible. And there are some offenses that just can't be cleared for public safety reasons. And then what- I think that that's important oh, okay. too. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to pause you mm -hmm. real quick because as I think about my past, right? Like when I originally got felonies- Throughout the years, I've been able to get them 402 reduced or mm -hmm. automatically, you know what I mean? Um, and so it, at this point, it's like Rasa could tell me, like, what is expungible and what isn't. Correct. Because I, I, I don't know if it's still a felony, if it's a misdemeanor, if it is a misdemeanor, does it fall under the Clean Slate Act and is it automatically going to come off? Whoop-de-whoop, right? Totally. So the cool thing is, is going to Rasa will... What's that? What just happened? That just means like all the stuff. <laughs> you know. gotcha. I'm I'm trying Get to think from times. I'm trying to think from gotcha. like a a listener's perspective all these doubts and questions and yeah. fears that they might have in their mind, and so it's just really cool that it automatically tells you. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the things that won't come off? So um, every state gets to decide what can't be cleared. Okay. Um, there's a lot of commonality between states. First degree felonies cannot be cleared. Um, violent felonies, um, registrable sex offenses. If you're on a sex registry, um, there's a violent offender registry. Um, felony DUIs, although they can be reduced to misdemeanor DUIs under some circumstances. Wait, if you get a felony DUI reduced to a misdemeanor DUI, can it then come it off can later? can come off later, oh. yes. After the seven so. years? Um, oh, uh, automatically. Um, it won't come off automatically, but it can be cleared under the petition-based process. Okay, so you'd have to so do the Ross route. You'll yeah. have to, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It's good information to know. Yeah. Did, right. you, did you, sorry. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know why we paused there. Okay, sorry. so when did Rasa come about? So Clean Slate Utah really kicked this off. We passed yeah. the law. So now I'm like knee deep in implementation work with the courts, which turned out to be the hardest part of this process. Getting the law passed um, in retrospect was easy. Um, getting the courts to actually do the work. To but clear let's the be records. honest, it wasn't easy, right? You say it's easy <laughs> I mean, now because it's in the past. Because it's in the past. Right. That's right. It was difficult. Um, but this was a huge shift for government. I mean, we were talking about government, all the problems with government. Government is not known for its, its innovative technology or its speed. And its nimbleness, and yes. And its nimbleness. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if nimbleness is a word. But. Not to the government. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that word. A good <laughs> not point. to the government. It's not. Um, so we're trying to implement this law, right? And um, it doesn't have a notice requirement. 
and it doesn't have a notice requirement, and none of these clean slate laws do because the government has terrible contact information for mm, people. Sure. And so lawmakers didn't feel like it would be effective to send a notice to the last known address, and this is sensitive stuff, might do more harm than good, right? Mm, that's a good point. Um, and so as we're implementing the law, kind of two issues came up that that dis led me to start RASA. The first is, okay, people with records need to know if they're eligible. This is overwhelming. It's confusing. Automatic clearance is great, but in a way, it's made it even more complicated, right? Um, and so we asked people with records, like, how would you want to know? Um, and they said, you know, I would want to be able to know from my mobile phone. Um, I may not remember what my records are. I don't know how to get my records. So it needs to be fast, easy, cheap, free if possible, just know where I stand. And so the first thing that Ross had developed was a tool where under three minutes, anybody in the state of Utah can know. Our tools powered by court records. We've written computer code to analyze them. And so it's it's pretty easy. You can just type in your name, date of birth, and, and we'll tell you. And it'll be broken down by category. Um, automatically cleared, court-based cleared. You can check it out right and now. And that's at rasa-legal.com yes. right there. Yep. Less Hold than on. three minutes. Hold on, Jared Miller. I'm that, that's right. right <laughs> Go, Go ahead, run it. Run it. Run and it. it's great. It right now. Um, and then the second reason for RASA is we had a lot of justice impacted people and everything we do is just informed by people with records. I believe anytime you do anything, you got to ask the people that are impacted what their needs are, what their biggest pain points are. Um, and we had a lot of people say, well, I have a felony record. Um, and you're telling me that now my option is I go through this like year long, totally broken system that you were describing before Clean oh, yeah. Slate. like. Hopeless, you know, just watch people's just like whole demeanor just sort of drop. Right. Um, and so the other thing Rasa does is create um, an affordable, simple pathway for somebody who has records that are not eligible for automatic clearance to get their record cleared. Um, and the first thing we tried at the county was kind of a self help type thing, but the feedback we got was like, I don't want to do it. Like, it, even with help, even with free navigation support, it's just a lot. Seems overwhelming. And I don't want to think about this. I want to keep looking forward. I don't want to go back in the past. It's different courts, lots of paperwork. Like, can someone just do it for me? And while that sounds a little bit lazy, let me paint a picture of somebody that's probably in that category, yeah. okay? Because I've been through it. Yeah. To take time off of work, to go to the courthouse, gas, parking, time, whoop-de-whoop, -whoop, all the stuff. You love whoop-de-whoop -whoop now, Doc. Um <laughs> And then to you, you fill out the paperwork. Oh Hopefully, you fill it out right. You right. submit it to the court. There's a, you know, there's a fee there. It's it, it is a way harder, lengthier process than most people. If anybody's out there going, well, they're just lazy. Okay, you go do it. Yeah. And then yeah. and then see how fun it is. Well, and okay. then and that's just to get the ball rolling. Then you got to come back for an appearance in front right. of the court if you want to get it reduced or expunged. Yep. Like really, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a ton. You have to teach yourself the process or hire an attorney. And guess what? Those people don't have a ton of time. They don't have a or ton money. of money for attorneys. Yeah. So, And also, let me point out, these are people sometimes who have, who have very little hope. Laziness, it, it, you can look at it from the outside and say they're lazy. They're hopeless. Yeah, and guess sometimes. what? And that's not the same as laziness. That's, it, that just is overwhelming sometimes. If they're looking into getting it off their record, they've already done the time. Yes. They've already paid the price. Right. Yeah. They have already made amends to society per whatever the judge's order is. Oh, totally. And so why not? Why not? Yeah. Well, and, and one of the reasons we started Ross and did it this way. So when you work with Ross, we just handle it for you. We just do everything for you. Um, and I don't think it is people who are lazy. Yeah. We When we looked at data... 75% of people who started the process were eligible, never completed the process. Because it is a Because they made a mistake or they <laughs> ran out of time or yeah. it's complicated. They're working like two, three jobs yeah. and they don't have transportation. Like So this is kind of embarrassing, but I actually had to fill out the 402 <laughs> reduction form three different times because I made a mistake out of the first alone. two times. It's like, complicated. I'm not an attorney and all yeah. this legal jargon is foreign to me. I might as well be speaking Japanese. I don't know what I don't know. It's just crazy. So it's funny. It's I laughed crazy. when you said that because that's so true. 
not alone. 75% of people, like you're in the majority. It's hard. Like the legal system is not friendly to people who don't have a law degree. Um, It's really, really complicated. And so the ask from justice involved people was like, just do it for us. Just do it for us. One thing I do want to get from you, a couple things. Do you guys do advocacy work? In other words, I know like you saw her goes out, like they will literally come to our treatment center and do Narcan trainings, do different types of trainings, right? Is there something that your guys' organization does to help spread this awareness at the ground level? We do. Um, All of our work is from that grassroots level, right? So we've been involved um, in a lot of legislative efforts to reduce fees related to expungement, so HB 392, HB 323. We provide um, a ton of community webinars. We have one coming up in April, which is Second Chance Month on the 11th from 5.30 to 6.30. It's completely free. Uh, walk people. It's over Zoom through the process. Um, now, real quick, do you yeah. push that over your social media? Yep. But you should also push it on your social media. I will. I absolutely would love to. How how do our listeners get in touch with your social media? Is Uh, it Ross? We're on Facebook. Ross Illegal's on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. Whoop de whoop. Um, All the stuff. All the stuff. All the links are on our website. (laughs) Follow us on all of them. Whoop de whoop. Whoop de whoop, Doc. (laughs) I have to hear that one more time in this podcast. I'm going to poke my ears off. So if you're listening to this, go to your social media. Whoop de whoop. Rasa R I S A legal. Wait, what'd you say? Rasa. I think legal. you spelled Rasa wrong. Honestly, R A S A. Okay, I thought you touched an Rasa I in legal. there, but I might be wrong. Yeah, and follow him. Let's get on that webinar. Yeah. I love it. Yep. And uh, yes, we absolutely will share it on our on our podcast page for sure. I love it. Yeah, for sure. We just want more people to know know what their options are. Help as many as people as possible. Our North Star of our company is just clear as many eligible records as possible. Because like you said, these people have done the work. They've completely turned around their lives and they're getting doors slammed in their face every day. And that's not fair. It's not equal. And it doesn't just hold people back. It holds us all back. Like we want these people in the economy. We want these people in our communities. Um, And it's one in three Americans. So it's just extremely common. Do we really want to shut out a third of us? Like, who does that help? Yeah. It's hard enough getting clean. It's hard enough getting, oh, yeah. you know, your, your kids back yeah. in your life or your there family you go. to come Don't back Don't tell around. me they're lazy. Right. They did the work to get clean. Yep. Which is really hard difficult. Work. And so to really, if we're wanting to see long-term recovery, that means complete human change. And complete human change is letting the past be the past Unless it's going to hurt the public, which we've already addressed yep. some of those people crimes that are not expungible, that are not reducible. I don't know if they're... Anyways, that's not your guys' gig. The things that apply to them, if they've done their time, if they've you know, paid their debt to society. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sweet. So then my next question, unless you got one. No, nope, go ahead. I'm always afraid that you I'm interrupting you here. You're not. Why? Like you, okay, so you oh. obviously have like so, a legal degree. That's my question. Like, I just want to hug you right now oh, because that's my question. like so this sweet. is, What's yeah, like you're helping in, our people so much. Go yeah. ahead, Doc. What's the interest in, in uh, do you have some interest in addiction? Like what? Why is this so near and dear yeah, to your heart? Why did you do this? Well, I think I would, I think I would highlight a couple of things. Um my mother grew up in poverty in kind of like rural Utah and had nine brothers and sisters, very, very poor. And uh, when she married my dad, that just completely transformed her life. And so I and he was not like a rich person. He was just like a normal person. Right. Yeah. As a kid and seeing, you know, how that changed my mom's life. And that, that wasn't necessarily true for her siblings. I think from an early age that just like. What causes poverty? What keeps people in poverty? Mm. How do you get out of poverty? Um, And so I think it was always something that I was just like hyper aware about. Um, Ended up going to the University of Utah, graduated with a social justice degree. Um, Through that kind of felt like I needed to understand more about the law to to make change in the world. Went to law school, became a public defender. Where'd you go to law school? Uh, University of Utah, graduated in 2009. 
Go Cougars. Oh, She's what? a Utah girl through and through, Doc. Oh, I was getting ready to throw that blow. Oh, that's right. <laughs> throw up the Utes, baby. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I really thought what I wanted to do was be loop, all the stuff. a public defender. Um, and I love public defenders. I think they that's do a, That's work. a particular um, type of person, yeah, right? but it was really, really hard. Um, and what was frustrating to me is I felt like... I was an attorney, did well in law school, um, working in an extremely broken system that actually wasn't addressing the poverty, the trauma, the substance use, the mental health issues. We were just criminalizing all of it. Sure. Um, And so as an attorney, yeah, maybe I can get you a a good sentence. Maybe I can get you probation, maybe less days in jail. But like, what is the system doing to actually like help you as a person? And I think... um, we, we have had a recurring theme on this podcast that jail does not help a drug addict no. in any way, shape, mm. or form. Like, it's just not helpful. <laughs> It'll dry you out, Doc. It's not. It does not improve outcomes. It doesn't rehabilitate people. It doesn't people. rehabilitate it doesn't. people. It's basically it a detox. Yes, you'll yeah. probably come out of jail clean. Right. And that's only probably, by the way, not for <laughs> sure. True. You'll probably come out of jail clean, but it does not help your long term. Yeah. yeah. And I think like I always wanted to address those things. And so when I had the opportunity to work for the mayor and like work on the policy side, it was really exciting to me because now like I can fix this system that I was in before that was broken. Right. And address these problems at scale. Um, and actually help people get housing, actually help them clear their record, like get jobs, support their families. Like that's what I want to be doing. And so I actually found it to be a lot more satisfying than practicing law. That's awesome. um, but the law was needed uh, in order to get there. Yeah. You couldn't do the things you're doing today yeah. had you not had the background that you have. Definitely not. We got about a minute left. Is yeah. there anything? Wow. What do you want to get to our listeners? Oh, God. So much pressure. <laughs> it's really not. There's no pressure here. Just, um, just go to our website. Like, start now. I think the most important thing I would say, actually, is that um, we worked on this piece of legislation to reduce fees. Um, huge win, but it expires, the government fee waiver, on June 30th, 2023. So if you've ever oh. thought about clearing your record, it's never been cheaper do it now. Go to Ross's website. If you get your application in by July, June 30th, um, you won't pay government fees. Sweet. Okay. You just motivated a whole population of people. 30 seconds. Including Uh, myself. Thank heavens for people like Noella Sudbury, who is the CEO and founder of Clean Slate Utah and also Rasa Public Benefits Corporation. Um, it takes a big heart to do that, and we're grateful for you. Like all of us are grateful for you. So I also I also want to say thanks to Amy because she helped set this up. Amy is amazing. Griffith, I want right? to Amy say Griffith. thanks to Amy. Yeah. She's incredible. Thank you so much for coming on here. Yeah, awesome. We'll, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today on We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Help us spread our message of hope. Like, comment, and share. If you have any topics or ideas for future shows, please share that on our Facebook page. That Facebook page is We Do Recover with Jared Miller. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to us. Again, thank you for listening. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of its sponsors. This has been a production from a podcast studio.